Hi, and welcome to That's Myrony Podcast. My name's Alicia, along with my co-host Todd, and we're going to explore what exactly is Myrony. Well, Myrony, or my irony, are those crazy coincidences that happen in life that you just can't explain. It's also another word for sign or synchronicity. We've all experienced these throughout our lives, but what if you started paying closer attention to your Myronies? What if you started connecting the dots, or as we like to say, follow the spiritual breadcrumbs that could have an impact so big it changes your life forever, not to mention the lives of others. Now, that's Myrony. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to That's Myrony podcast. Uh, today, Alicia is going to kick it off with a, a dedication to her mom and dad, which is a, a, an incredible story and a lot of myronies, a lot of myron, myronistic. Can we say myronistic? It's a new word. <laughs> sure, Maybe I'll just make it up. Myronistic myronies. <laughs> and uh, that's going to help lead us into the show with your godparents uh, as we get into September soulmates. So let's just go right into it. Let's just dive into your, your, your mom and dad story because I love it. <laughs> well, thank you. So this is going to go back to uh, my, my dad when he passed away and how I got married. So in, um, in May of 2004, he thought he had the flu. And then August 29th, he passed away. So we are actually recording this on August 22nd. And literally 16 years ago today, I was running around the hospital in my wedding dress. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. this is normally doesn't happen, that but does I, okay, happen. I get it. But so you have to go back to episode one to hear a little bit of that backstory, but we're going to carry that through here too. So, um, how I ended up getting married was I had an aunt who said, Why don't you get married? and literally was like, why don't I get married? Because I was, uh, an only, you know, my dad's only daughter I was a total daddy's girl. And but were you in love? Did you have somebody? Oh, I was so, oh, yeah. okay. at, least I, at least I had someone. <laughs> I want to make sure yes. your aunt wasn't just, you know, pawning you off. Okay. Go, okay, honey, it's time to get married. <laughs> no, okay. I, I had, I had a soulmate, but <laughs> okay. you know, okay. they don't Keep always, on. they don't always last, but you know, it's all well, good. It was, we'll get to that part later. Get but. To that. <laughs> so, um, it was, it was crazy because after I had proposed to my future ex-husband, um, we ended, he ended up coming up back from the restaurant to ask my dad's permission to get married. So my dad was in hospice in the hospital that I was also born in and also engaged and married in. <laughs> which is... Um... Which is probably somewhat of an anomaly. I, I have to admit. Wait, so wait a minute. So let's let's just kind of clear this, uh, or or at least spell it out. So your dad's in the hospital. We know he's he has very limited time. You you got engaged, and you were the one who asked your fiance to get married. Yes. Uh, he said yes. Yes. And so and we got <laughs> and engaged at the restaurant. It's always good when at. they say yes, right? Yes, yes. It was. A and you, you say that again. You we got, got it. I proposed when I was in the hospital. I was born in, and we were in the rest. I, uh, he was at the restaurant we met at. Ah, okay. And gosh, that's the he, whole eight twenty one connection. It even gets crazier. Gets and then crazier. you get married in the hospital because your dad's there. So having these events, you're born there, your dad's there, uh, you're getting engaged there, you get married there. 
I can't say that's probably ever happened on the planet. No. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. No, it, it, I, I have to be the only one in history. I no, don't know. It's how a cool story. I mean, not that if your dad's there, of course, that's is happening regardless, but it's a very cool story. Okay, keep going. I digress, but. So, so Matt is who, what his name is in this podcast. Um, he came back up to ask my dad's permission to, to get married. Sure. So, um, it was very sweet. I remember what he's like, comes out, he's like, Oh, your dad's crying. You know, he's so happy. And I was like, surprise dad, you know, we're getting married in a week, <laughs> not even a week that it was Monday and now it's Sunday. And it's funny because my mom's like, why don't you get married in two weeks? And I just knew, I guess Spidey sense knew two weeks, yeah. didn't have two weeks. Cause yeah. literally two weeks from that point, he passed away. Okay. So, um, this whole, whole incredible experience happened really we planned a wedding in six days now i want to go back a little bit because this is about soulmates so my parents were incredible soulmates and um so i was brought up with that kind of love i know you were brought up with that with your parents and it's such a gift when we have that sure and so my parents met on a canadian air force base in france and the first time my dad met my mom, he said, one day I'll marry you. And she's like, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> I love those kind of stories, though. They are kind of cool. They don't happen often, but when you hear them, it's like one of those, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. See, he knew immediately. And, yeah. I, and that's one of the interesting things about soulmates is usually one recognizes it. Like immediately, it's not necessarily that both recognize it oh, at the same okay. time, which is pretty interesting. Okay. So... Um, so sure enough, they got married. My mom had just turned 20. My dad was 24. They got married and then they waited a long time before they had kids. Thir 13 years before my brother, 15 years before oh, wow. me. Okay. So they had a life. They got to live the soulmate <clears throat> life for many years, even though my dad passed away, you know, fairly young in this day and age because right. he was not quite 67 when he passed away. Um, so... Uh, what was crazy is that it's connected to the Myrony is connected to this other person who became a very good family friend whose name is Sam and Sam's connection is so my dad was a pilot for American Airlines okay. and so Sam was a flight attendant for American Airlines and when my dad was captain which is usually the last 10 years that they fly when he was captain he he recognized this name and he goes up to Sam. He says, are you by chance Pete and Liz's kid? And he's like, yeah, I am. He's like, oh my, you know, we're really good. We were really good friends with your, with your parents. And later I found out that Sam's father actually took my parents wedding pictures in France. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's now, had you known Sam at this point or was it just your dad met her because she was happened to be, a flight attendant on his flight. I did not know Sam. Oh, wow. It was all because, and I believe it was when they were in Chicago okay. that this connection happened. Interesting. And so then she became part of the family. So I was now down in Delaware, you know, working. So I, yeah, I hadn't, um, I forget how long they were friends before all this happened, but the, um, the, the crazy story with regards to Sam is that when the uh, or when 9/11 happened 
the airline industry was got kind of scary. You know, it was like, what was going to happen? So right. she started studying to become a nurse. So she was such a huge support when my dad was, when he was dying. And so um, after, after he knew we were getting married that night, Sam happened to be with my dad. And as she's driving home, she hears a song come on the radio in my daughter's eyes by Martina McBride. So if you do, do you know that I song? Don't, I don't. I know Martina McBride, but no, I don't know the song offhand. I might if I hear it. You definitely got to check it out. Okay. It's like the most beautiful, such a beautiful song. Total tearjerker. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I had never heard of the song. So the next, so. Um, and is Sam working in that same hospital or is she just studying to be a nurse? She was just studying to be a okay. nurse, but okay. she was just there being support because sure. my, my family, my, my parents became, um, she had, had a daughter and my dad was like an honorary grandfather because she didn't have a relationship with okay. her dad. That's cool. So it was a very, very close family friend or family connection, you know, family that wasn't blood. So, right. so Sam happened to have this CD of the song in my daughter's eyes. And she's like, oh my God, Jack needs to hear this because everybody knew that this wedding was going to go on. So she came over to my parents' house the next day and she said, you know, there's this song. Do you know this song? I said, no, I don't know it. She's like, well, I just want to prepare you <laughs> for, you know, I, I, it's a song that I knew your dad would want to hear and I just want to prepare you. It's kind of emotional. And I'm like, Okay. So go to the hospital and sure enough, first thing walking through the door was like, you know, Alicia, I know I can't dance with you at your wedding, but this is the song I would dedicate. And you know, if I've never said these things, this is everything I'm meant to say. And my dad was an extremely affectionate man. It was never a question about love. I mean, it was like every time you get off the phone, it was, I love you. That's great. Which, yeah, it is really great. And it wasn't just with me. It was with my brother too. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's so now here's my mom. Uh, my dad and I were just crying, you know, because it was just so touching and moving. And so the crazy thing about um, in addition to just that song is all the myronies that happened when I got married. So that week. So literally, you know, Monday come up, ask my dad's permission. We ended up buying the wedding rings that day. Tuesday, go dress shopping. First dress, first wedding dress I tried on. Dress Nails. of my dreams. It works. Oh, dress of my dreams. Two dress fittings in one week. Shoes, last pair of my size. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> it was like so. It's little synchronicities, people. Pay attention to those. Yeah, yeah. Then there was also um, uh, the the florist. My mom knew of the florist in town, and um, so it had these beautiful bouquet with stargazer lilies. Um, that was. So that was my flower. That was the, the one that Matt would always buy me. It was always stargazer lilies. And there's, there's that's a myrony cool. that's connected to that in just a, just a little bit. But then uh, we, were, we were both Catholic. And so, you know, we were trying to have the Catholic church, you know, get married. And so I remember getting my baptismal records, go to our old church. And there was this one sister her name is sister ruth and she was a battle axe when i was in sixth grade <laughs> like like there's always stories like that with yeah. the nuns i get it i get it yeah so we go we're leaving the church my mom and i 
And here's Sister Ruth pulling up, you know, driving, which I'm like, first off, how are you still alive? Like, she's like, she should be like the crib keeper or something. Right, right. <laughs> you know? like, she, I was, That's wonderful though. She lived a long yeah, life. Yeah, no, she lived a long She actually looked amazing too. She didn't look so much like a battle axe. Maybe, you <laughs> no, know. the memories you have as a yeah, little kid. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> getting beat on with that ruler and slapping across the wrist. But it was just so funny because my mom's like, what is going on? I was like, mom, this is just meant to be. But, yeah. you know, it was just, everything was just falling so perfectly in place. And, um, it was until the day before, which was August 21st, where it was torrential downpour. It was like jokingly build an ark and start loading up the animals kind of rain. But August 21st, 821 was the name of the restaurant that I met my future ex-husband. Matt. <laughs> Matt, where I met Matt. And that's, a, that's another crazy story. But anyway, that day, it was, it was so bad. The rain was just sheets of rain. And everybody's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, the only option was to get. Call you know, God. Well, yeah. <laughs> Call God. I did. Hello, actually. Can you stop the rain? I actually did do that kind of. <laughs> but, you know, we were going to have the reception in the cafeteria because we were actually set to have the reception in this beautiful courtyard. And, um, oh, and the other funny thing is, is that we had, we couldn't get married by the Catholic church because, uh, Matt had been married before, so we would have had to have gotten uh, annulled. That's right. That's right. So, which is a process, and it takes which a is while. A major and, and you process. don't have the time at no. that point. Not with your dad. So, someone, I, someone told me about these rent a priests. I was like, <laughs> a rent a priest? Are, are you sure they're not just renting a Halloween costume and creating an ad on Craigslist or, no, or rentapriest.com, and they come and arrive in this Halloween costume? I mean, how how would you know, right? I don't, I don't know. I, I no, I'm just kidding. I might just... have even went to rentapriest.com. I mean, it was crazy. But That's anyway, he there. was amazing because he actually was a priest who worked primarily with hospice. And oh, I thought that okay. was just a beautiful connection. Yeah. So, but um, that day when it was torrential downpour, I was like, you know, I did say, if there truly is a God. Now, at this point, I would only say universe. I'll be the first one to admit. I turned against God because of religion. <laughs> yeah, we'll but, leave that alone, but okay, keep going. Well, it, I mean, no, in no, a no, sense no. Of, we'll, we'll dive into another time. Yeah, another but, time, but going. it was like, it was always universe. So the fact that I even used the word God was not normal for me at that point. Ah. And I said, if there truly is a God, he will not take this away from my father. I didn't say take it away from me. I said, sure. take this away from my father. And the uh, next day was one of the most beautiful days I ever witnessed. Huh. There was not a drop of rain. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. There was no humidity on the East Coast. It should have been hot that day. Yeah. It was like right mid-70s. Wow. Wow. It was a California day. It was wow. the craziest, yeah, perfect I didn't know you had day. California days back in the back East. That one day we did. <laughs> that was it. See, you asked. I, I did. I asked and a, a miracle happened. Right. And, and it was even funny because um, my mom said, and she's like, I never saw stargazer lilies in, you know, the shop or the grocery store. And that that weekend they showed up so we could line the pews. of. Okay, the that's funny. That, there, there's a, a irony right there. There's another dot connecting that's putting this whole pa uh, package together. Yeah, it was so funny. So, yes, there were stargazer lilies everywhere. But um, the, the day of our wedding, um, 
even Matt created a CD because we only had CDs back then. <laughs> sure, sure. You're dating yourself, but that's all right. Most that's people okay. know what a CD is still. Well, yeah. <laughs> so created um, music of our favorite songs that we had music to dance to. Sure. So when it got to the point of my dad, um, when we were starting to play music and dancing, my dad was in too much pain, so he had to go back up to his room. So he never got to hear in my daughter's eyes. Okay. So, okay. so then that following week, so this was Sunday, so then Monday, they were actually saying he was doing so well that um, he could go back home and that was a big mistake, but it he, happens a lot where you, there's a quick rebound. Yeah. I remember that there's a quick rebound before the, the finality of it. Yeah, exactly. So it, so yeah, that rebound was very, very short, yeah. a couple days. Yeah. And one of the last things that he ever said to me was, um, my, uh, my photographer, who was also the event coordinator at the restaurant we worked at, she was a photographer. She's also the one who gave me uh, Brian Weiss's book, Many Lives, Many Masters. Oh, so there's had, a whole other story. There's another whole story there. So she, um, she rushed getting the pictures. So we would have pictures to show, which was really sweet. And so my dad like woke up for just it's the last conscious moment without him being in extreme pain, you know, where he wasn't really in his right mind. But that last conscious moment that I remember, I was like, dad, you want to see the wedding pictures? And, you know, the last words he said was, you know, I love you. And it was just, uh, after that, it was, if I could take away those next two days, I wish that's the one thing I, you know, could, if I, if I had that wish, because that was just, yeah. That's just a yeah. horrible way. I feel so sorry for any of you listeners that have gone through, you know, cancer or any terminal illness and you see your loved ones in that kind of pain and you just want to take it away. And, and it's kind of crazy with my fibromyalgia, I've had um, extreme pain, you know, like shooting, stabbing, burning pain. And it was funny. I, I was the only one that knew how to help my dad at that time. So I always said, uh, maybe I had this so that I could help him at this point. Yeah. And he never understood yeah. what I went through. So he finally had that understanding. So, right. you know, it, again, through sadness. Another connection. Yeah, yeah, through sadness. But then you can see. The light through the, darkness. The light through darkness. Yeah. The light at that dark I mean, tunnel. You look at this whole story and it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And, and, and you've told it to me a few times and so I've heard it. But I, I still am mind-blowing when you go, okay, the hospital you're born in. Your, 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 your dad's in there in his last days. Uh, you get engaged there. You get married there. You have the flowers show up at the grocery store that your mom never sees. And normally you probably have to get them at a florist or something, but everything's got to be quick. You get your, your wedding dress you find right away. The last pair of shoes that fit that go perfectly well. It's your dream dress. The whole thing is, is mind-blowingly put together in, in, the, in the best possible way. Uh, I mean, I'm mind blown and I've heard it before. It, it, it's, and the reason I, I want to articulate exactly those steps is because when we don't pay attention to those signs, when we don't pay attention to the synchronicities and those dots that connect our lives, we can miss those things. But, and you're so in tune to it, and I don't know if you were then, but you're so in tune to it now 
that you can see, I, I, I can see going back, it's like, wow, if you would have missed any of those things, the, the story would have gone in a, well, another direction. Well, it was such a barrage of myronies that week that you couldn't miss it. Okay. So I was not aware of this at the time. Right. I just, it was literally every day something really significant would happen. Yeah. And even um, going back to the, the wedding when we were walking outside in the courtyard of this you know, courtyard in the hospital, this yep. beautiful courtyard, you know, there was, there was 50 guests. It was not a small wedding, you know, even though it was six days. People Might have been the biggest wedding they've had in a, <laughs> at a hospital at 50 people. That's yeah, a lot. I think so, <laughs> you know, probably, but it was, uh, there was this one picture of Matt and I walking through and it was just light, just looked like the heavens just opened up and just light came shining down on us. And wow. it was such a powerful, I mean, again, being in this, in this hospice situation, that wedding brought so much joy that day too. I mean, here I am running around, you know, in this area, the the wing where people are there to die. And here I am running around in a wedding dress. I know because I, and and I've been in those units before in the hospice units and when they all a bunch of mostly older people in those beds and something like that, which is almost like a circle of life event. It's not a baby being born, but it's probably the next best thing, right? Because it's pre, pre babies, but it's, it's gotta be exciting for them. And then when you say that light shining down, like rays, I can visualize that. I can see that we've seen it in movies and so forth. I mean, you can show the pop, uh, Show to, um, <laughs> Photoshop that. Wow, I'm thinking, I got these tongue twisters. No, but you can Photoshop those in, but that wouldn't be a story. You wouldn't even be talking about it. So I completely get where you're coming from. That it's just amazing. It's just another one of those icing on the cake events that you go, oh, yeah. wow. And all for your dad. I mean, it's for you. It's your wedding, but I mean, it's for your dad. It's, it's incredible. Oh, it was so incredible. And it was just, so that's where... That is the first time I really understood myrony before knowing it was a word because it was just so many signs. Like even Which is my, ironic given your last name. Yeah, very, very ironic. Well, oh, there's the, I, I just remembered one of the funniest parts about this is my mom and my, uh, my, my now going to be mother-in-law, they both wore, no one talked about what anybody was going to wear. But we all ended up matching. But they both wore black lace to their kid's wedding. Oh. Okay. Like they matched perfectly. Yeah. And I was like, who wears black lace <laughs> to a wedding? I don't know. But they I looked amazing. I can't help you there. Other than it's, it's again, it's, it's another part of the equation that makes a story even more amazing. Yeah, it was just, it was just so, so, so funny. And the other thing that we did for um, just going back to the whole soulmate part was my parents um, for my dad's room decorated it with their wedding pictures. And, and um, it was really sweet because my mom would always write uh, notes to my dad on his trips Um you know, a little secret note for him to find and put in a little suitcase yeah. while, he's, while he's flying, being yeah. a pilot, he's gone it's all little, the time. They called it their kit bag. So put in his kit bag and. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. That, wait a minute, that just reminds me in real time right now, Jackie used to do that for me. And I, I, I uh, wow, that is so weird because I never, like, well, we can't say never, I just haven't <laughs> thought about it in a long time because now most of our travels are together. 
before when we were younger, when I go on guide trips or something like that, fishing trip or something. Uh, and, and she would put these little notes in there, the little, I love you notes and it makes you feel good. You're there. So I completely understand what your dad, how your dad felt, what your dad read. No, that's funny. I completely forgot about it until right now when you said that, because it's been a while. Yeah. Well, she, cool. it was sweet because he kept all the notes and my mom kept all the cards that he gave oh, her. Oh, that's neat. That's really so neat. So it was just bringing all this love, you know, into this very sad place of Right. hospice right but then um what was crazy is that now we're gonna go back to a week later because my dad passed away to the time that we got married a week later okay so if my mom said you know yeah can we do this in two weeks and i was like we don't have two weeks wow so thank goodness i did not listen to her yeah exactly <laughs> thankfully we I didn't listen to my mom about two weeks, the two weeks. Yeah. Cause I just knew I just had this feeling. My dad was also one of those people that when he found out he had cancer, he went straight to acceptance. Yeah. And I remembered years before, I remember when he was like in his fifties, this, I have to admit, this was kind of disturbing. Cause he's like, if I live to 60, I've lived a good life and I don't need to do anything to, I just want to be comfortable. And I was like, dad, you don't wouldn't want to fight. He said, no. Wow. Well, yeah. which probably, I mean, it kind of tells me that he enjoyed life so much that he was almost ready for the next phase, whatever that next phase is. But, but yeah, it's trippy. You don't hear that. How old was he when he passed? Oops. Yeah, two months before, not even, no, a little over a month before turning 67. Okay. Okay. So he lived beyond, he lived the, beyond the, the yeah. measuring stick he thought would have been a long life. Okay. I yeah. He just never... Um, yeah. I mean, it was, it was crazy because, you know, my mom wanted him to fight, but in a weird way, it was a blessing for him because it was such an advance. It was, you know, you know, stage four small cell lung cancer after never smoking a day in his life. It was too late, Yeah. but he didn't suffer for that long. Right. Those right. couple of weeks. Yeah. That was suffering. That was some major, major pain, but you know, but it's not, it's not months, compared it's not years. to not compared to what other people go through. So the, um, so the, the, the amazing part about all this, in addition, um, you know, to the story of this wedding is that my dad seemed to get really good send offs in life. <laughs> so when he was, a, I guess a wedding is a pretty cool one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but because he was a pilot, he literally had friends flying around the country to say goodbye to him. Oh, and they were cool. also, that's how we had so many wedding guests. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah we capitalize had, there. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool in that way. <laughs> they weren't just, they didn't know they were coming for a wedding. Yeah. But um, why I say they had, he's had great, he had great send-offs is that as a pilot, they would do the most incredible send-off for their last flight. So their last flight would be, you get to go wherever you wanted to go. And so... Uh, in this case, decided to go to London, and it was really. It's, That's cool. It's definitely this is definitely ironic, but um, the uh, my uncle, uh, my dad's younger brother, my mom, my brother, and I, we flew over a day before. Okay. And we were not even in London for I less than two hours. Walking down the street to the hotel, and I see someone, and I was like. Jesse, like Alicia, it was my high school classmate. 
walking down the street. That's and it's like, you know, that's a small world. Yeah, very. I was like, what are you doing here? And, and, and he's like, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Myronic. And I was like, well, that's Mr. Myronic, but not the one you know. <laughs> Your <laughs> uncle. Yeah, my uncle. His brother. Looked exactly. They had the same face, same eyes, same nose. It was really, oh, it, was, that's funny. it was kind of trippy. I was like, you're, you're close. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> but what was so amazing about this send off is that they would have a party the night before the last flight and they had a party on the plane before before, you know, they were not drinking, got to preface that, you know, we were, but, <laughs> but they also would allow um, family or whoever to be in the cockpit for the takeoff and the landing. Cause what are they going to do? Fire them. Right. Right. So my mom and I were in for the takeoff and oh my God, let me tell you water works. Cause my dad gave a speech over the whole intercom system and, and, you know, shared about, uh, his, you know, last years of, or his, his career of flying. Oh, that's cool. Loved. Yeah. So, so everybody, everybody on the plane can hear it. Everybody oh, that's neat. could hear it. Everybody was crying. That's awesome. <laughs> and then my, my dad, uh, my Champagne's brother. flying. Champagne's flowing. <laughs> flowing. <laughs> flying and flowing. Flying and flowing. Yeah. So, um. You've heard of Dirk Bentley, right? No. Drunk on a plane. Well, we talked about Martina McBride, so I figured I'd continue with the country theme here, but uh, yeah, Dirk Bentley's got a drunk on a plane completely different theme as to why he's drunk on a plane so we won't go there but anyway it's a great song but anyway, yeah. i digress all right back to you i guess i gotta to listen to that song it's, it's i've been song. drunk on a plane many times <laughs> so is he <laughs> <laughs> so um i remember one of the flight attendants oh and sam was on this flight too so with you was, or as a flight attendant as a flight attendant she was part of the crew oh that's awesome yeah it was very very wow, cool so um she or this flight attendant said i know i'm pretty sure it was a different one said i really hope that they do the water arch salute for your dad and you know kind that's of when they shoot the water over like the airport fire trucks yeah so that's, the, what they do? that's what they do they come out and they create an arc with the water i've and only seen that on movies under. it's kind of cool though it's really cool yeah so especially when it's your dad yeah and so they're like, because everybody loved my dad. He was like one of the most charismatic, you know, he, he could talk to anybody. That's he awesome. would talk to anybody. He would get into conversations. He would be, I mean, it's too bad, you know, he didn't get to see Myrony in his life, but he was one big Myrony. I mean, he was Myronic, for goodness sakes. But <laughs> he, he, he gets it. He knows. He got He's it. watching. Yeah, yeah. No, there He's was. He's listening. Oh, absolutely. So, um. So sure enough, as we're about to land, we see the fire trucks, we see the water shooting over, and it was just such an incredible experience. And and then there's people at the end, and they're you know they're celebrating, you know, on the um, oh geez, after the tarp, not the tarmac, the no gate, the gate at the gate, at the gate, okay. yeah, at the gate. There's like Terminal total gate. people, cake, everything, and I mean, awesome. we've been flying for seven hours, and now here's another party, and it was just absolutely amazing. And then they would even do a giant party for everybody that retired for that month for the company. Oh wow, that's cool. So talk about a that's send off. Cool. So you my, kind of make me want to be a pilot just so I can have these uh, retirement oh, parties, right? <laughs> I, I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah, seriously. I actually thought about it, <laughs> but um, so he had the best send off with his retirement. He had the best send off for his for his know, life for his life. Yeah, and so it was, which I gotta say is probably even better than the retirement one. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Just a little. No, really, it's a lot. <laughs> no. So 
So it was so crazy because it goes back to that feeling when we, um, in episode three, when I told you about when I went into rock bottom, when I was in Maryland, and it was that feeling of go inside. This was the feeling because the day, so Saturday, my dad goes back into the hospital and hospice Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we had no idea he was going to literally pass away the next day. I thought I had a right. couple days at least. And I was literally buckled into the car, you know, like about to leave. I think the engine was on. And I was like, I got to go get, I, I, I felt the strongest feeling to go and get that CD in my daughter's eyes. Yeah. Be, and it, I'm so happy I listened to that that intuition because that Why? was because you wanted to hear the song again well because what's about to happen oh oh i oh i'm skipping ahead just kidding <laughs> <laughs> so that was that that day was so emotional i mean my mom she had hope and and i remember her just breaking down and and being of like course. this is this is it and, yeah. and i was like yeah you know like it, it's just i mean i can't even imagine they were married almost 43 years when he wow. passed that's wow yeah, she was. that's a great marriage though. That's a oh. great life. That's a great experience. All of that. Yeah. So, so anyway, we get to the hospital and, um, my dad's is like, if anybody's gone through that, my heart goes out to you. You know, he was basically a breathing corpse. He was not mm-hmm. there. And I remember there was, there was a group, group of friends and everything. And I played that song. I said, dad, you didn't get to hear this at the wedding. And I played it in my daughter's eyes and you know, we all, I mean, it was just so emotional. And, um, and then we, my mom, my brother and I have to go take care of, you know, matters of what was about to come. And my aunt out in California, different aunt than the one who suggested I get married. Um, she basically said, Jack, you can go. And he took his last breath. I mean, it was wow. like in a movie. Wow. All of this was a movie. The wedding, everything was and, just. And you, and you wouldn't have been there had you not listened to your instincts of, I need to go get the CD. Well. Had you missed that moment? Is that. I think the, the, the moment that would have been missed is having that opportunity to share that song. Yeah. Thinking that okay. I would have I another okay. moment to get that yeah. CD for him to listen to. Him to him to listen to it. Because he missed it at the wedding. Because he, he missed it at the wedding. Yeah. And that's what he wanted to yeah. dedicate to me. Yeah. See, and, and I'm going to point that out because even as you hear these stories to me, and sometimes you miss sometimes the simplest of clues, the simplest of these synchronistic, synchronistic uh, dot connections, I guess you can call it. So for our listeners, just in your own life, uh, just try to pay attention. The reason we have these stories and, and, and Alicia stories and, and other guest stories are, and the reason we share them and want to, this was the whole purpose of creating this podcast, is to get you to go, oh, wait a minute. It'll unleash something and unlock something that's trapped in your own mind. Just like the, the notes that Jackie used to leave me when I was traveling and you find this in the, in the suitcase. It was really, really cool. Uh, I had forgotten about that until you just brought it up with your mom and dad. And, and so hopefully as listeners listen to all of these stories with all the various guests and so forth, things will start unlocking and they'll go, oh, wait a minute, because now that that happened and then that happened and that happened, before you know it, you got five, 10, 50 dots that have connected. Absolutely. I just wanted to say that. No, absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, it was just so crazy because um, uh, I remember my aunt, my aunt said to 
to Matt is like, go get, you know, go get everyone. And we were yeah. there when he took his last breath or when he passed. And so my heart goes out to anybody that has ever had to go through that. It's one of the toughest. Yeah. Oh, toughest. Absolutely. Well, I do. I think it's cool when your aunt does that because I've heard that and I've read that in so many stories where you're almost giving them permission. Mm -hmm. They're, they're hanging on because they think everybody wants them to hang on and they do, but you're giving them permission to go, okay, it, it's time that you're, you, you have, you have no quality left. So go ahead and be with the angels or whatever your belief is, but, right. but just let go. And it is amazing how quickly it happens right right after they're there they listen to those words yeah absolutely i mean my dad went he you know he let himself go very quickly but yeah. i agree he wanted to know i mean it was all it was a level of timing that you just can't explain yeah and to have your wedding be there for him and his daughter daddy's little girl to have all of that happen in such a short period of time and all of those those all the synchronicities. I'll still go back to the flowers that are never at the grocery <laughs> store. Then they're there. I mean, there's little things that you're going, and, and you know, and then the sunlight beaming down on you uh, at the wedding. It's like, come on, when, when you got basically a hurricane type storm the day before. <laughs> there's just all of these things you go, wow. I mean, I do anyway, and 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 I've heard the story multiple times, and I'm still like, wow. Well, and I also think I was shown all those signs because of what was going to come. The like you know, my husband left me 11 months later. Yeah. That broke me. But it was actually going back to those memories and being like, that was not in vain. That yeah. was not in vain at all. Yeah. And, and now I can see so much clearer, but when I was going through all that, oh yeah. but you know, I just want to, I just want to say for anybody that's going through or have gone through or feel that loss or you need some help, you know, in addition to this podcast, that's what we've created my Myrony Mentoring, because I will tell you, I went through some very, very, very dark times. I mean, I should not be here, but I am. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and, and I'll echo that sentiment and, and contact Alicia uh, on her Myrony Mentoring because she has helped many people and continues to help many people. And it's through the, the trials and tribulations and the struggles you've had in your own life that allows you to be able to be empathetic and also provide some direction and get these people to see all the dots. The importance, people out there listening, of paying attention to your dots, your spiritual breadcrumbs, uh, the synchronicities in life are because as you, as you start paying attention, you'll start to see them happen like Alicia does, and I'm starting to get that way as well. You can start to see them in real time, and then you start making different decisions so that way you go in the direction you really want your life to go instead of the circles that most of us end up going through. And that's uh, also by trusting your gut intuition. Because usually what happens is you'll have some sort of instinct, intuition, and then you'll see a sign or you'll see a sign and then your intuition yeah. will kick in. It's, it's yeah. actually, they're combined. They're yeah. together. And, and so, acting on it because we get peer pressure. We get, you share it with a friend and they don't quite get it. And then all of a sudden they try to keep you safe and thinking they're doing the right thing by giving you advice that, and their belief is safe, but then that prevents you from moving in the direction you're really meant to move in. Mm -hmm. But if you listen to that friend trying to keep you safe, it can keep you on that same, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it, the habit trail, like, you know, the little hamster wheel. <laughs> 
Yeah. So yes. So I, I. So yes. Please. Myrony. What is it? What What is it? Mentoring. My Myrony mentoring. There you you go. just go to that'smyrony.com and you click on that link, and yeah. then we do a thirty-minute, even sixty-minute discovery call. Just you're not going to cut them off, are you? No. Yeah. I see, don't. it doesn't matter how long they want to talk. <laughs> you're going to help them, which is which I is do. fantastic. It's the whole purpose of this website. I mean, of this podcast. Uh, and I would say, share your stories on Instagram. Share your stories on Facebook because the more we can get people to share. They're myronies. Again, my ironies, the ironic things that we that happen in life aren't really ironic at all. They're myronic because they're your individual stories. And the more we can get them to share, the more it'll unlock and help others who are listening. Uh, and also who you may connect with others that have a similar story. Oh, absolutely. And then you can connect. It's just, it really is truly incredible. And yeah. that's why the myrony is why we say a divine design. I mean, we can't make this stuff up if we tried. Well, yeah, because how many times have you sat next to somebody on an airplane, on a bus, on a train, at a restaurant, and, and struck up a conversation, and you're mind-blown about how they are connected somehow to somebody you know, or maybe your industry, or maybe you start dating the person, or maybe they know somebody, or maybe they become your best friend. There are so many people around the world that have that, and yet we, we live in such a busy time right now, and especially us right here in Silicon Valley. I don't know if there's any pace that is faster. I feel like we're always in, in hyperdrive here. Uh, until COVID-19 hit, which if you want to shed some light in the darkness, it slowed us down. It yes. forced us to slow down. It's, it's benefited my family. Personally, we've had more dinners together than we had pr previous to COVID-19. So there always is a light in the darkness. You just got to look for it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And even with everything we go through in life, there's always light there that's the sometimes the challenges are the necessary pieces that's right and that's to right the puzzle we're trying to figure out that we call life and as you connect with people like that and you start sharing stories and when you start seeing them on our instagram page and, and the facebook page they will unlock the the myronies in your life because that's myrony <laughs> see y'all next time thank you for joining us on that's myrony podcast we hope you enjoyed the Myronic stories shared today and possibly got you to connect to the Myronies in your own life. As you listen to our podcast, you'll start catching signs that are so subtle, but could possibly have the biggest impact on your life because that's Myrony. Alicia and I wouldn't have created this podcast if it weren't for us paying attention to our own personal Myronies and started connecting those spiritual breadcrumbs. So pay attention to that inner voice and watch Myronies appear in your life just like the guest in our next episode. And please connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and our website at that'smyrony.com where you can share your unbelievable myronies. We would love for you to share this episode with your friends and family and also comment, like, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And remember, if something happens that makes you say, hmm, that's ironic. It's not ironic at all. It's myronic. Now that's myrony. See you all next time.